Hi, everyone. Welcome to Project Mindy, a podcast about the work of Mindy Kaling. Today, I'm joined by my friend Indril from the Family Karma Cast podcast, and we're talking about Never Have I Ever, Season 3, Episode 4, called Made Someone Jealous. Oh, my gosh. I loved this episode. I loved it so much. So I texted you while I was watching it, and I was like, we have to talk about this, because I just... I, well, I think I texted you right when they were showing the Navaratri celebrations. Yes. Well, and that that wasn't even, like, my favorite part because, to be honest, like, my personal family didn't make a big deal out of Navaratri every year. Um, it was more like we focused on Diwali. Um, so I think that's why I loved it so much. Um, uh-huh. I'll just go into this and we can talk about it more once we, like, get to that scene. But, like... Diwali is not huge in South India. Like, I know people are going to be like, no, I feel I feel comfortable saying that. Yeah. Um, like, so we have, well, it's part of Navaratri. It's like the last day called Dasra. And that's like our big family thing. Yeah. But you can't say anything to anyone because they're like, what's that? Did you just make it up? Except for Fabiola, who knows what it is. <laughs> I know. And, like, the whole Gulu thing, that they included that and, like, sort of explained it, though I'm not sure everyone got it, is so huge. Well, I didn't even know what that was, honestly. Like, she said, like, I mean, obviously I've seen, like, an Arthi and, like, you know, a thing like that, but I didn't know what a Gulu was. So, and I... I didn't think they explained it that well. <laughs> I don't think they did either. Um, but I wonder if that was like, like they didn't want it to be like super, like make it just like, oh yeah, this is just something we do as opposed to explaining it. Yeah, but, which I like. Which I and like. It, it seems to be really different. So it is that like, like I would just call it those steps kind of. And yeah. then you put like the figurines of like whatever, you know, um, like gods that like hey gods like take yeah like hey what's up (laughs) but then you can also put like all different kinds of things so like the bloomingdale's bag i actually wasn't clear about that but like um like my parents friends will put just like little action figures and stuff Okay, okay. <laughs> I think there's usually a bride and groom, which, yeah. I, yeah, I know that. But I think it can be, like, very, like, religious, but also just, like, honestly, to me, sometimes it's, like, are these just a bunch of your kids' toys? Yeah. <laughs> but Probably. It's, Probably. Like, clearly they have someone familiar on staff because it's a very, like, I don't think, I'm almost positive it's only millions that do that. And okay. when they had... Um, like the aunties sitting around like what you do is like everyone sets theirs up at their house so like you go visit someone and like have some snacks and stuff and then you go to like the next person's house and... oh okay so it's kind of like show and tell yeah <laughs> hence the competition was like very important like that's a whole thing see so this is like so interesting and like for listeners who may not know no i I'm North Indian, so this is not something that's huge in my community, and now it makes sense why we never really celebrated it, um, and but focused on Diwali more in my family, which, you know, it, it's an interesting difference that I guess I never was really that aware of. Um, 
And like, it was great that The Office did that episode about the volley and raised awareness. But yeah. that is like, I think like the main, like people know that holiday. Yes, that's like become like the Hindu holiday that like people will like actually know, like have heard of it <laughs> when you say it. <laughs> I actually, because that's when my family gets together and I had to take a PTO day to... Uh, <gasps> Yeah. Really? I, yeah. And like, first my boss was like, okay, but like, technically we're like, not, we're not New York City employees, but I think she was like, yeah, I can't give you like a religious holiday thing for whatever reason. And I was like, eh, that sucks. You know, like that sucks on so many levels, including just like employers, just like give your workers a break. Like <laughs> we all work so hard and like, just like do everyone a solid and if they say it's important to them and it clearly is like just be nice about it that's my PSA I'll show you the Wikipedia page like (laughs) yeah (laughs) exactly like educate yourself like take a moment to like appreciate this part I mean it's it's true it's like when you think about holidays in our multicultural society here in America we get all the Christian holidays off. Um, we even get like quite a few Jewish holidays now. Yes, especially like where in the country you live. You get yeah, that. like Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur and stuff. Like, will be like a whole week off in some school districts. Yeah. Um, and it's like I feel like in the past couple of years, like because there's been like kind of this boom of South Asian content in in pop culture and like just awareness and more like brown people on people's screens it's like oh yeah the volley's a thing and like and so I think it's cool that they like didn't do the volley in this episode but they did Navratri which is actually what Davy would have celebrated with her family yeah like they didn't like stray from that just to kind of like help people understand um but I just I loved the like insertion of like Fabiola being like <laughs> oh you mean this 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 and this and and baby's like what like, I don't even like you know more about this holiday than I do it was very like Dwight from the office explaining the volley <laughs> yes and it's like it's just it's so funny and and it's such a like real thing too it's like just because we're Indian and grew up with these traditions, like, doesn't mean that we understand what all of them mean and everything. It's like, for me anyway, a lot of this stuff was just like, oh, yeah, we go to like a huge Diwali function every year. And it's like a really fun party. And there's dancing and singing. But it's like, I didn't know like the significance of everything or like, all the wedding traditions and things like that. It's like, yeah, I have to, I have to like Wikipedia that stuff as as much as anyone else, you know? And I don't know how it is for other people, but it's almost like even like with my parents, when I would ask specific questions, they would kind of be like, oh, cause that's what we do. And yeah. I think everything like Judeo-Christian, like, oh, well, this happens because of this story or whatever. Like, I don't think they actually know what the priest is chanting in every situation. Oh, definitely not. Like, and, and it's like so much of it is just like, whatever it's just like it's what you do and so much of religion and custom is that you know and like I think the expectation that like just because you're brown you need to like know all of these things like 
on the back, like the back of your hand is like, it's unrealistic. And it's a little bit like, why, you know? (laughs) Yeah. Do you know absolutely everything about the Bible and like the stories of Christmas and whatever? Like some people do, but a lot of people don't. But they have so many, like, so many, like, other works of art, like, movies and film and stuff. Yeah, like, are based on biblical stories and everything. There's a whole Jeopardy category, you know. (laughs) Big deal. Like, I was a, I was a English major in college. And um, have you ever heard of the concordance? Yes. Yeah, like, the dictionary of terms and like things from the bible it's like a full dictionary that like you essentially need to have when you're an english major so that you can understand like all the references to the bible that are have been made in so much of literature over time and like there's nothing like that for like you know the like any of the ancient hindu texts or muslim texts or anything like that or nothing that i was forced to read in school anyway about that yeah definitely not so anyway it's um i it was really like it was nice to see all that even if i was like wow i never celebrated these things it was just like a lot of it felt familiar and um yeah, when when we get to like the auntie dynamic, it's oh like my god, so real life. <laughs> um, so were you surprised at the end of last episode when Paxton and Davy broke up? Because I thought they would be together for longer in the season. I was not surprised because the show does move so fast; like it doesn't dwell on pop- plot points for very long, and the writing was kind of on the wall with them, like from the first episode. I felt. Um, so I actually wasn't surprised that the breakup happened as soon as it, as it did. Um, because I feel like now they need to like have her be interested in something else and like circle back around to it and Paxton needs to be jealous. And there's the whole Ben thing, like, and all of that in 10 episodes is like kind of a lot. Um, I, I thought they would also dwell on Davy being like more angry because that's like her thing. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. I was so, I mean, I guess they just wanted to move ahead for, like you said, like just so they fit everything in. But um, yeah. Yeah. Plus so it's like it's, more fun to like see her developing a new crush on like a new guy than it is to see her like being all angry about Paxton dating someone else and stuff, you know? I thought they were going to go show something with her mom, though, since she did cry with her. Yeah, that was a sweet scene. Honestly, I was like, oh, (laughs) Um, yeah, there definitely like is more that they could have done. But I, I I think it makes sense kind of like how the show usually goes. I feel like there's a little more like like not winks to the audience or like what's it called when John McEnroe was like, we want to show you that time has passed. So here are some pumpkins. What is, <laughs> what is that called? Like, it was like the scene where they were talking about relationships and then um, Eve comes up and she's like, I'm moving to Korea. It's like, everyone knows that's because of the show. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Whatever that's called. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, yeah, there, there are a lot of nods like that. And I thought another funny one, which is related to the Navratri stuff again, was... Um, when Fabiola's like, oh, it's Navratri. And 
like explains it all and she's like um like how does everyone know this did i like miss an episode of indian matchmaking (laughs) yes i wrote that down (laughs) i love that reference because like right now indian matchmaking is like making such a big stink it's like came out the same week on netflix and um i don't know i just thought it was like a cute that felt like a nod to the audience as well in a way wait did they know it was going to air at the same time i wonder but you know it's definitely the same network or whatever you would call it streaming service so their netflix was probably happy for them to reference it seeing as these two shows are like some of their most popular shows, which is, like, really awesome. Yes. Um, I started watching Indian Matchmaking, but I haven't finished. Oh, my God. How far are you? Um, no, I'm pretty early because um, the chicken farming guy I'm, like, obsessed with. Oh, my God. Yeah, I've only seen the first three episodes. Deanna and I – Deanna's my co-host on Family Karma Cast. We just recapped – um the first three episodes which will be up on our page soon if people want to listen um but yeah that's as far as I got to um yes everyone who's listening should definitely listen to that because you guys have great insight and you like have the history with that show so oh my gosh that show it's it's just like the people on it the people that they get on it are like so easy to hate you know yeah that it's like it's like such good tv i can't i can't help it um wait did i tell you that i've met um what's her name aparna no 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 i have met her but um the other one the one who lives in new jersey nadia yeah oh my god i had so many thoughts on nadia today but you haven't posted that yet have you no have you gotten how have you gotten to the like how far are you with her um when that new boyfriend comes over and meets her family and the dog kept jumping on the couch okay um, so um you mean shaker yes okay so there's a lot more that happens um i'm very curious to hear your thoughts once once you've gotten that a little bit further because a lot happens with her in episodes two and three. Oh, okay okay i definitely yeah. have to watch that and also the chicken farmer guy is not as charming in episode two as he was in episode one i don't find him charming at all because he's like <laughs> yeah like um he, he leans too much in the chicken thing i don't i don't know if that was for the show or not but i suspect it's not and he's like yeah no one i, I was trying to figure out that town like if it's like is it like a Cincinnati or is it like some really rural place? I'm like, no. Middle- so I looked it up today and it's like, it's like your quote unquote small Indian town in that it's 1.5 million people uh, versus Bombay, which is 20 million plus. I guess when he was like, yeah, it's really hard because girls don't want to come here. I'm like, yeah, so I don't know. That seems like the biggest thing. Maybe you could do something about that. Yeah, I, mean, I get it that that's his job. But like, and I didn't realize he was like, he's like 38 or 39, right? Oh, is he that old? I, okay, I don't remember. But Simon, you went to like the astrologer and I swear she was saying he's 38 or 39, which I was shocked by. Oh my, they well, were talking looks, about someone else. He looks like he's like 25. Honestly. He looks great. Yeah, I mean, he's cute and everything. So I don't, I don't know. His personality does not seem <laughs> that great to me, but 
we'll see. We'll see how his story unfolds. He seems to think his whole chicken thing is more charming than it is. Yeah, it's not charming. It's, it's like, like, I got it. Yeah. Like, it's a little weird how much you're into the chicken. <laughs> <laughs> that could also be a reason. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um... Okay, so really impressed with Davy. Moving on, um, I did think I, I I wish it was appropriate to still use words like this, but I did really like the word skankosaurus. <laughs> I, I thought, you know what? I didn't remember that, but I'm glad you reminded me. Great, can, but can we use that? Just maybe people we hate. I don't know. Is it bad to call people skanks? <laughs> I don't know because I mean we're all sex positive, but like. I mean, it's kind of a good burn. It's just, it just sounds funny in like a, yeah. Like, no one's actually calling someone a skank, like, for real, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think it's fine. <laughs> um, and this was sort of offhand, and I couldn't, when John McEnroe, oh, because they debated this too. They were like, oh, feminism. And then John McEnroe said, well, women can't rage without thinking about other people's oppression. And I was like, that's so true. But also, yes. like, John McEnroe, really? I don't know. I know. He's <laughs> like, I'm glad I'm a man. <laughs> no, I have really come around to him. I like him. I, I, I think it's I, it's a charming part of the, of the whole thing that's just so, like, unexpected and quirky and weird and, and somehow works. I didn't expect to love him, but, like, in the season, I was like, oh, he's back. Yeah, I know. It's sort of familiar now. So I guess they really, this season, are pushing the baby and crew are juniors and Trent and Paxton are seniors. Yeah, which is kind of setting it up for, like, a potential, like, whole new cast or, like, all new love interests or something next season. Oh, like two years next season? Yeah, I mean... Oh, I didn't even think of that. Like, maybe Paxton will be gone. Is Ben a senior? No, Ben's No, Ben's a Nick. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's something that, like, I actually was like, oh, so he is a senior. Like, I didn't, like... I kind of thought as much, but it it was, like, definitely explicitly laid out this time. I think only in season one did they mention that Paxton was in her class. Like, was it... Is it history or English? I, mean, I think history because that's history. the one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, Teacher. Because he like failed it the year before or something. Oh, okay. Yeah. I forgot. But they hadn't that. mentioned it until then. Until okay. since then. That makes sense. Um, We love Trent, obviously. So happy 18th birthday, <laughs> Trent. <laughs> I love the, the whole like birthday party conversation and how he's like, well, Davey, you and I aren't really, like, close, so I'm not going to change the date for you. <laughs> so honest. And I do – wait, okay, so you're an English major. Wouldn't you want to go to an Age of Innocence party? Oh, my God. When she said that, I was like, hell yes. <laughs> we the need only a hard part together. would be getting together in a, in a time, like, appropriate costume with that short notice. But I feel like she could do it. Uh, yeah, definitely. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I did not like that um, Paxton was like, oh, I know you're missing the party because I know you're not that religious. I was like, they're in high school. You just have to do what your parents say. Like, it doesn't matter. Yeah. 
that was sort of a weird little plot point i thought like that she had to go to the party no that like that he was like not getting it that like she actually did have a family obligation yeah i didn't understand i think i was taking it in the end like he he wanted to feel like she felt bad about it because he like still likes her obviously and i don't i don't know maybe it's not that deep i just thought it was like kind of weird that like it kept coming up like when he goes to Eleanor at the party like you know I know Davy's not here because blah 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 and it was like no she actually has to be at this celebration for her family yeah and like why would she like not be there I don't know I mean I get it like people lie but like it's a yeah. holiday <laughs> I don't know and they, they it just came up more times than I thought was necessary in such a short episode that I was Agreed. like this is weird but whatever um, he should be busy with his new girlfriend. Yeah, which, wow. <laughs> her, her outfit was, I mean, is that like what, what the kids wear these days? Have you um, seen the Real Housewives of Orange County recently? I can't remember. Um, I, I watched most of last season. Okay, do you remember when they showed what it reminded me of? Um, There's a scene with Shannon's daughters, the twins. Yeah. And they were both wearing shirts like that. But it was just like that was their normal shirt. And I could not get over it, that scene. But it was it was like that kind of like. Oh, my God. I went to a coffee shop this morning. And it's the first day of school here in Boulder. Um. And there were, like, middle school age girls, probably, probably, like, eighth graders who had come to, like, get coffee on their break, like, period off or whatever. They should not be drinking coffee. They're too young. I know. I'm like, you're going to send your girls, girls. But, like, (laughs) but you know, I don't know about you, but I was always really, like concerned about what my first day of school outfit would be. Yeah. I was stressed about it. Yeah. And so, like, you know that they put a lot of thought into what they were going to wear that day. And all three of them were wearing, like, crop top tanks, like spaghetti strap tanks that showed, like, pretty much, (laughs) like, their entire abdominal area. And big baggy sweatpants with Nikes. And um, I was like, this isn't. This is interesting because I think it was like sort of similar when I was that age, except it was like crop tops with like really low cut jeans. Yes. And like like these sweatpants were like sitting kind of high comparatively. And I'm just like, you know, when I think back to that time for myself, I like cringe. (laughs) Like I would not be caught dead wearing something like that now. In a million years. Wait, so they have to wear like a sweatshirt or something at school, right? I, I mean, I'm a, I, I don't know. It depends if their school has a dress code, which not all of them do. Um, I don't know what it's like now, but like they had like a midriff dress code at my high school, um, kind of, which they like very loosely enforced. Did you have a dress code? We had the rule where like you couldn't wear spaghetti straps because like they you're like the, the bra strap. strap it had know? to be like three fingers 
like yes died. yeah we had that I, I I'm sure we did have a midriff thing but I think it was just like like not written down it was just like the teacher could tell you to cover up I mean it was so ridiculous like I think once in high school like someone came up to me and, and told me that like my midriff was showing too much and it was like literally nothing was it was like I reached up for something and my like shirt came up or something and I was just like you're gonna hassle me about this like I'm the most so many other kid at the school like leave me alone are belly button rings back because that was the thing when we were growing up oh yeah your belly that was the all the rage like I had friends Hello. I don't know if they're back. I they definitely were like big when we were in in school, and then I feel like they got out of style for a while. But I could see them making a comeback. I mean, with what they're wearing, you might as well have a little jewelry. Totally. I mean, it is it that like the style is like which I approve of is like the pants sit higher up on their hips. Thank now. God. So I wonder if that would snag on the jewelry for some of them. Oh, true. Because the point was, it was all open there. Yeah. Like it was way open and like you could see everyone's butt cracks and like (laughs) it was, it was pretty unflattering if you think about it, I think. But I was saying the last episode that the bag, I know they're not baggy jeans, but like those jeans also to me are not flattering they are baggy though like anisa was wearing a pair and it was anisa specifically that was wearing yeah because like, like too she's so, like she's actually like very petite i think um and but it, it it doesn't it doesn't make her look like fat or anything it just like is not form-fitting at all and so it's just like not flattering she seems more like the actress just seems more petite than the other um girls on the show so i think i just notice it like her long jackets and like big yeah more it's it's interesting i mean like i i think this show is pretty good at like keeping current with like trends and stuff so i'm I'm just gonna assume this is like what all the kids are doing (laughs) um Okay, so they go through this whole party thing, but the other plot line is the Navaratri celebration. What <laughs> what did you think of the Bloomingdale's bag thing? Like, did you get that? I didn't, like, it was, like, to show that she bought something expensive from there. My mom used to be, I didn't understand why it was included in the display, but my mom used to be like, would want a bag from an expensive store. So like, let's say you're bringing like leftovers to someone's house or like something she would like to put it in like a fancy bag to like pretend she shopped there. So I got that, but I didn't understand why you would put it like next to the figurines. Well, having never, like I, I don't know, like you said, the Golu thing is like, I, I don't know like what's supposed to be on that. So I was like, oh, I guess this is just part of it. But I And think- actually, I should say that I am not the million. So like, maybe that is part of it. Yeah. Like, again, it was like some sort of significance that they didn't totally... Explain, which I think is fine. Like, I think the point was more like 
I'm going to show off in front of my friends by yeah. like having a bag with a receipt for an expensive yeah. item on it, which, which is like very like along the lines of like keeping up with appearances and trying to like outdo all of your friends. Yeah. Um, that's like a huge, that really like rang true for me. <laughs> um, like the auntie rivalries that go on. And even though they're, and it's like, well, why do you hang out with them? They said, and she's like, well, but she's my friend. And yeah. <laughs> I really like that they're showing, like, not necessarily, not necessarily Melanie like this, but that it's her, um, like her mother-in-law and yeah. their peers. Because, so when I was growing up, like a couple of people I knew had their grandparents living with them, but yeah. it wasn't super common. But I know like my cousin, like his parents live with them and like a lot of their friends, like he came to grad school here. Yeah. And, like in like 99 or 2000 or something. And of that wave of Indian immigrants, a lot of them have their parents here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's definitely like, their household is like traditional in some ways that way like having the extended family all living together is like such a South Asian thing that um even if it's not as common in the U.S. these days it's like nice that they sort of highlight that like many generations living in one house yes um did you okay I didn't know Indian or South Asian Americans get facelifts so I was surprised <laughs> she like dissed her friend by saying something about her facelift I know that was such a good burn um it was such a real housewives to me I know she she would be so She'd amazing be so good oh my god I would watch that for sure um you know I do think that it exists I definitely have like parts of my family that live in communities where I like, I went to stay with my aunt once and the circle she runs in are like, you know, pretty wealthy, like kind of obsessed with how you look type situation. And it was the first time, like she had a party and it was the first time that I'd seen an Indian woman who had clearly had um like a ton of Botox wow like you know had all that sort of like classic Botoxy look after like years of doing it oh wow I've never seen that in person and I was like whoa this blows my mind but also the show Fabulous Lives of Bollywood Wives um did, did you watch that at all okay so I started watching it last season is that the one where they kept talking about the ball um the ball it was like le ball or something oh yeah like, yes okay yes i've seen so, that i i only know what that is because i know larry david's daughter participated so i know people are like what is that but i yeah I it was it's like very um she she and i mean the pe- the women on that show are like it's not like real housewives fame it's like these are the top the creme de la creme of bollywood like their wives like truly it's like people that like they're they're a big fucking deal you know yeah like gory khan is on that <laughs> you know i wonder if people get that though well or Dan do they and I did recap it and i talked about it a lot i'm like like salman khan <laughs> is like royalty like literal royalty in india yeah um and like 
the fact that him and his wife are on that show, even if they're not like main characters, is like just tells you kind of a little bit about the caliber of people they got to be on this reality TV show. Um, I was surprised some of them were on there. Yeah, I mean, they, I don't know, I guess like they're just like thirsty for something, but yeah. uh, there were whole episodes and segments about their um, Botox routines. I need um, to watch the, watch all of it then. But I have to say, the women on that show, whatever Botox they're doing, if I ever did Botox, which I, I'm like too afraid of doing any of that stuff. But if I ever did, I would go to whoever they're going to because they look fantastic. Like you would barely know that they'd had it done. Ooh. Um, but but that was also like, okay, these are Indian women who are having this done and like regularly, and it's like a they're talking about it and everybody knows and it's it's like Hollywood Beverly Hills type behavior, you know? Yeah. Um, but like in my everyday life, like here in Boulder, like I seriously doubt any of my mom's friends here are getting Botox. <laughs> I don't even know. Like my mom definitely knows what it is, but I don't think like she knows the difference between like Botox and fillers and facelifts. Like, yeah, I think it's just like not even on her radar at all. Yeah, I no, I same. I don't think my mom would know the difference either. Uh, what was she mad about? She said it in response to the lady saying her granddaughter's wedding was at Universal Studios. <laughs> so random. I, I don't remember what she said. Um, so she went into details about it and something about Disneyland. But yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. Um, yeah, I'm, I can't remember. That just seemed a little, I guess it was like to show that it's like a big, like location, like a fancy location, like expensive to rent out. But like, I didn't think that was like a thing. Like I, your wedding at <laughs> studios. Yeah, no, I, I have actually never heard of that before, but I do not doubt that it is a thing. Um, a Southern California thing. Yeah. I mean, the with the amount of like Disney fandom there is out there, you know someone's dream is to get married there. Oh, for sure. <laughs> um what did you think of Mr. K showing up? Did anything else happen that I missed? It was just a lot of like Nirmala um auntie or potty as she calls her like throwing shade yeah. at <laughs> that one auntie which was which was funny because I mean just to elaborate a little bit more on that like if I haven't already it's just it's 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 a very real phenomenon that happens like this sort of or we we just talked about it a bunch so yeah yeah I I I am curious to see if people can people who are not maybe people from other immigrant communities can relate to it yeah maybe and I I mean I think like Americans when like white Americans like there's a little they're like a little too polite but of course every culture like talks women talk behind each other's back oh for sure like yeah that is but, universal but this was definitely like very overt like hatred towards one yeah. another <laughs> um 
yeah, I thought it was funny. But okay, so yeah, um, when Mr. Cole Carney showed up, um, I thought it was, I liked it. I was like, oh, good. Like, now we can get a little bit more dimension from him and like their relationship. Because like, all of a sudden they're dating and we like haven't seen anything with them together, you know? Yeah, she but she very clearly said we're dating. Which yeah, I thought like, it was cool that they acknowledged that that was a thing. Like she she didn't say like, "Oh, we're friends." You know, like I didn't know you were allowed to say dating. Oh my gosh, the classic like <laughs> I can't even tell you for how many years like my mom had introduced Patrick as my friend. <laughs> I was like, "Mom, I like I don't know. It I think once we had children that changed. <laughs> Well, that's why I was so surprised that she was like, yeah, we're dating. I was like, I didn't know that we were allowed to date, but okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. She's very much like, and and she didn't even say that. She said like, he's my boyfriend, Um, which is like, whoa. (laughs) Um, But yeah, it was, I, I was glad that he came and like, it was funny to see him trying to like make a good impression. It was so sweet of him to do that. Yeah. <laughs> like, he could have been, and clearly she's dissed him before, so we could have been, like, mm, not into it. But, I mean, Kummel's so gorgeous, so. I know. And, I mean, I I did like how, you know, she, like, you know, all the stuff ensues where, like, he knocks that auntie over and she has to go that so, but, like, okay, the first offense was him putting trash in the Bloomingdale's Yeah, pack. which is, like anyone could have done that yeah that would have been me for sure he was trying to be helpful and he was it just like he was turning and like accidentally knocked her over yeah it was like yeah it was like he was turning to put it back on the on the golu thing and knocked the auntie into it (laughs) she like crashed to the floor um which was i actually laughed out loud (laughs) Well, like anyone could do. I mean, I know why he was blamed, but like, yeah, fault. yeah. No, it was it was relatively small, and it was silly that Nirmalanti was like, "I'm, I can't like accept this person," and and but I appreciated how they showed. Um, oh my God, what's her name? The cousin. It totally just Kamala. Flew out of me. Kamala, yeah. How she was like, well, I appreciate what you're saying, but I'm still gonna date him, so I guess I should move out. I was like, shocked by that. I was, but I liked it because I feel like Kamala like could be this very like traditional woman who like just did everything her grandmother said, but she's like I think it's like it shows that she's like embracing her um, experience in a different culture, like trying different things and like bucking convention a bit, um, even if it's like really hard to do that, you know. I think it's great for her to move out. I think so, too. (laughs) Hilarious that she moves where she moves to, but yeah. (laughs) Um, I was wondering, um, what was I going to, when she said she was moving out, I thought she was going to be moving into, like, student housing, because I'm still unclear what her, like, yeah, job situation I didn't think of that I was like oh she's gonna get her own apartment but well just because I was thinking like oh wow it must be really expensive like yeah like in wherever they live Sherman Oaks um yeah I mean yeah and and she kind of alludes to that I mean I guess that's why she got 
that apartment. Yeah. Um, That's probably all she could afford, I would assume. Yeah. But then I was wondering if she, like, comes from family money also. Yeah. Uh, I feel like they won't go into that. They won't go into it. Yeah, that's too much. Yeah. Um, But, you know, that's definitely could be could be part of it. And and you know that, like, Milama is, like, helping. Yes. Um, To some extent, like even just having her live there for free for that long. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And we haven't talked about new friend Raya, right? No, we haven't. Um, so she's there. I, okay, when I was watching this episode, I was already, like, a little suspicious of her. Like, in what way? Well, I think it was maybe more from last episode when she was like, oh, we have to, you know, um, hang out and, like, I can be your new friend and let's do, like, a girl's night. I was like, uh, someone's coming off a little strong. So I thought she might have, like, I don't know, until ulterior motives. So is there something that happens later on with her? I have not finished the season because... Okay, so you don't know. I don't know. Um, and which maybe is weird because I'm doing this, but... Um, no, I, was, I think it's great. I think it's good to... Like... I don't. I don't know how people are, like, listening to this, but it was difficult for me to, when I was talking about episode two, because I kept confusing episode two and three. Yeah, um, it's hard to, like, stay on on what, yeah, because they all kind of blend together at a certain yeah. point, too. Yeah. Um, so, at this point, I'm, like, a little, but then in this episode, she was just talking about her son, so. Yeah. Um, I like her. I li- yeah, she seemed fine. I like that there's something about, like, female friendship in it and, like, the acknowledgement that, like, you know, Nalianti doesn't have any friends. Yeah, and that's why it's so important, like, even if you're in a couple to, like, have friends because, I mean, not because hopefully, you know, nothing ever happens to your partner, but, you know. Yeah, but, and also, like, acknowledging that, like, I don't know. As I get older, it's, like, very hard to make new friends. Yeah. And, like, when when the opportunity to, like, make a friend comes up, it's, like, it always feels like it's too much work. <laughs> like, I know. Um, we all have so much going on. Yeah, and it, like, falls through the cracks. And I feel like all of that has gotten, like, even worse with COVID to For some sure. extent. So, um I don't know. I just appreciate any sort of narrative that like sort of just lays that out there for what it is. <laughs> I think I was also I was pulling a nullity and being like, oh, you're just going to drop elixir down my mother-in-law's throat. OK, yeah, I know. Yeah, the whole like um, wellness side of her. I I think it, it's funny how like they make fun of it and also like try and legitimize it at the same time in a way. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I wonder like where that all is going, but, um, yeah, the whole, the whole sun thing was interesting. Um, I do that, think, oh, yeah. sorry, go ahead. No, 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 that, that's it. Um, so did she say he did semester at sea? Cause I thought that was just for college students, like a study abroad thing. I, that is what she said, as I recall. And 
I was like, oh, maybe that was a thing for high school students. I couldn't remember. I don't know anyone that's ever done that. Do you? No, because I did study abroad in college and I, I remember there was like some fair or something where like the different programs were at and like I know semester at sea was one of them yeah um, and he said it was like a big hookup thing which is basically what most study abroad is yeah. so I don't know <laughs> if like kids are mature enough to do that in high school I, I wouldn't uh, have been I don't yeah no absolutely not and my parents would never like never do that in high school like are you fucking kidding me like, <laughs> um, but yeah, that was interesting. I mean, I guess they needed to have some sort of plot point that would explain why he wasn't there. Yeah. Um, which I guess that's convenient. And yeah, I don't know. It could have been like a gap year. It could have been anything. Um, so go to the party and I feel like I've just seen this scene so many times from the trailer where Davy was like, oh, if you see an Indian dork, come through the door. Yep. And then, you know, he comes in so gorgeous. His eyebrows are really nice. They're like, you know, I was noticing that too. Like they're, they're clearly like a bit sculpted, which I normally don't like when a guy is like crimping their eyebrows too much. Um, Cause it just looks unnatural to me, but um his looked like good. <laughs> well, they were still thick, so yeah. it's like maybe yeah. he wasn't doing it too much, but maybe for the scene, like they use some pencil or something, because yeah. they look really good. So, what do you think of like him as the character on the show and the actor? Um, I thought it was really great when he kind of read Davy with like the oh, so you think everyone's just either a dork or a club rat? Oh my god! Can I? <laughs> say that that is so spot on <laughs> i really liked that they include included the club rat thing because i feel like that's a huge thing but people just go to the nerd, the nerd thing first thing, but the, the the smarmy cr- club rat indian boy is an absolute thing and you may not be as aware of it if you've never actually been to india because it's like i feel like it's more of a thing in india do you agree with that I feel like it's more of an East Coast thing. Yeah. Like, it's very, like, guys from New Jersey with, like, the gold chains and stuff. (laughs) Like, I don't know. I've just encountered a lot of those, which is just so foreign to me. Yeah. But it's definitely a thing, and it's very unattractive to me anyway. (laughs) So gross. And I just love how, like, they have the inner voice of John McEnroe being like, she's like, well, I I don't think that. And then she's like, yes. She absolutely does. (laughs) I saw it as such a callback because, like, the Mindy Project got so much criticism for, like, only having, um, like, Dr. Lahiri date white guys. And, like, Mindy didn't even – she, like – she didn't, like, apologize for it. And she was, like, that's just how – she was very, like – I don't know what the right word is, but like she never apologized when people would criticize her. It was just like, okay, that's how I'm writing the show. And like, that's how my life has been basically. So I thought he was kind of trying to, you know. Yeah. To maybe like explain it a little bit. Like, yeah. Cause let me tell you, I have not felt as seen as I felt in that scene. (laughs) 
because like I've talked about this so many times, like the internal racism that I feel like I have felt like growing up in predominantly white communities and like the way it's affected the way that I see brown people, even though I am one myself. And I think that that like little thing like is like Indian guys are either like asexualized nerds or like (laughs) smarmy club rats is like, yep, that pretty much like I've absolutely like I've never actually like been able to put that into words. But when it was said on the show, I was like, yes, I have felt that way for sure. Um, and if they had added like, um, like way too close to their moms also, that would have been so, because in my head I was like, she might not be aware of that. Cause like as a teenager, maybe you wouldn't know, but yeah, so true. Yeah. Um, but yes, I appreciated how he called that out too. And was like, I'm not here for you to like tokenize me and like make me feel like shit. And I know. And, and and he actually says, like, when she's out on the porch crying after seeing Paxton kissing that girl, he's like, he says something about, like, oh, I thought this was just about you, like, being racist towards me, which, you know, I thought it was interesting that they said that, like, to show that, like, internal racism within your own community is real. That was pretty intense for, like, someone he just met. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the show doesn't beat around the bush with stuff like that, which, no. you know, like, again, they only have so many minutes to get it all in. So I guess they're just like, we're going to go for it. Did you think the actor looked older? Like, did he, did you think he looked as old as Paxton? No. Is he? He's, I think, 28. Okay. He and looks- I- He's a believable, like, high schooler on TV. In, definitely in the dance, or, like, when they were dancing in the party, I was like, okay. But then for some reason, like, maybe it was, like, the lighting when they were in the car together, or maybe, like, the expression on Davy's face. I was like, okay, she looks like a high schooler. <laughs> he does not. But not yeah. Me. I, yeah, I could see that. I could see that. Maybe because she looked, like, so eager. You know, my nephew watched the show. Oh, yeah, you told me. He's um he's 15, and we were kind of texting about it. And he was, like, hating on the actor. He was like, he's such a bad actor. Oh, I really? Like, I didn't think he was. I was waiting for it to be, like, the worst acting I've ever seen. And I was like, I don't think he was that bad. Um, now I'm thinking. Uh, I didn't think so. Yeah, but I thought I, yeah. he was I pretty, was... like, I I think he's just as good as, like, Paxton or anyone else. I don't know. I, like, he wasn't really given, like, super expressive. Yeah. Yeah, like, we definitely haven't seen as much of him as we have of Ben. That's true. And Ben is his own, like, <laughs> thing. <laughs> I love, so, like, the actor's name is, I think, Jaron Lewison. Yeah, uh-huh. He, yeah, he has been so excited about, like, the show airing and the premiere. And, like, every photo is, like, cheesing so hard. Oh, that's cute. He's, like, so excited that he hit, like, one million followers. Oh. And, but it's so noticeable. He even pointed out in, like, some Instagram comment, like, he did the Miami premiere with Darren Barnett. Uh-huh. And he's doing, like, the sexy face. And Jaron just has this huge grin. Yeah, oh, my and, God. Yeah, I just, I don't know. I know Ben's trying to be, like, too cool. But you know he's like that, too. 
he definitely like you know like this in the episode this episode actually really hit home for me how much they're like like he was cast with Seth from the OC in mind yes 100 percent um he like he even looks like him a little bit Okay, he's not as hot as him. Um, no, I mean Adam Brody, is that his name? Yeah. He's he's so cute. God. <laughs> like, why hasn't he been in anything, by the way? Like no. I just I feel like I was just it's like all those they were like the biggest. Oh, I don't they wanna... were so huge, like so famous. I don't know what the big like I don't know if this is as big a teen show as the OC was, but like TV is different now, anyways. Yeah. But, like, it was the biggest scene. He was, like, the heartthrob. Like, all of us, all of us girls who, like, thought we were, like, alternative. <laughs> Even though we totally weren't. No, I mean, he was, yeah. And he, and he had, he still had the, the same thing that I think Ben has, which is, like, the cute kind of outcast nerd thing going so on. Ben is meaner. Ben is mean, for sure. <laughs> Ben is like us is act like I never got the sense that Seth on the OC was that smart, um, but like but he was still somehow nerdy. But like Ben is like a vengeful nerd type situation. (laughs) I forgot that he said the uneffable nerd thing. Oh, I oh yeah, that was really mean. Yeah, it was. um and and I I guess I appreciate that the show kind of like spent like almost a whole episode being like you're an asshole yes (laughs) because like yeah at a certain point I think in his like story arc he needs to realize that he has to treat people better to like be with them or something were we supposed to think that, like, he was all, like, I know now he admitted to Fabiola that, like, oh, baby broke my heart. But were we always supposed to think that he had a crush on her and that's why he was making fun of her? Or um, is he just not a nice, like, person? I I think, like, I think a little bit of both, maybe. Like, I mean, it was pretty obvious. Like, didn't they end season one with them, like, kissing in her car? yeah. So, like, it was obvious that he liked her. Um, I was a little bit like, what, Fabiola doesn't know? Like, what? (laughs) I think because Eleanor told him at the dance. Uh Oh, but actually, I don't, they didn't really go into that much detail. And who knows if they really talked about it later because she was so excited she was with Paxton. Yeah, I don't really know. You're right, though. Fabiola did act really shocked. Given... Yeah, she was like, what? <laughs> you were in love with her? Or, like, you have feelings for her? And it's like, yeah. <laughs> Duh. Fabiola's been really distracted with this whole Anissa thing. Yeah, that's true. That is true. Well, was Anissa even in this episode? She was not in that episode. Um, but she is in the next one. Uh, yeah, we need to see more of her. I know. I, I really like her. I, like, want to be friends with her. Is that weird? <laughs> um, definitely not. There was, um, there was this TikTok that, like, I don't remember what 
like publication, but they were asking the actors, like, which character would you want to be friends with? Yeah. In real life. And a lot of them said, said Trent, which I thought was funny. And also oh, Yeah, that is funny. Um, and then I think they were saying the main. TikTok is kind of, like, hard for me. Like, I shared it to my Instagram stories, but, like, uh, I'm going to sound, like, so old. But, like, the layout is also, like, not. I don't even have a TikTok account. Any TikToks I see are the ones that, like, people also post on their Instagram. Yeah. Or, like, um, that's the only way I see TikTok. Otherwise, like, I will not, I can't download that app. I feel like it will just be the end of me. The only reason I was going on it is because, you know, I've been trying to post a ton of stuff, like, that people are Oh yeah, it's about like, and it's like used. It's like a really popular platform. Yeah. So, but there were a lot of like fan things on there. Oh, I'm sure. I'm but then sure. I was trying to sift through like the actual ones versus the fans, and I was like, "This is really hard." I don't know. Maybe we're not sorting it right. Sorry, everyone. <laughs> and I know it's any not tips welcome, like, right? Young. <laughs> yeah, because I know like older people like i.e. my age like find like recipes or whatever on it oh yeah i love the recipe tiktoks that get pushed to ig those are my fave but like you i except for this i wouldn't have seen things yeah did you ever see that one some one of the bravo podcasters posted it and it was this girl who um imitates candy from atlanta oh no i Oh my god, I'm gonna send you the link. It is so funny. And that was the last thing I saw. Like that prompted me to go to TikTok to see her other videos. Yeah, I mean, I think that like the the content is obviously very entertaining, right? Otherwise it wouldn't be so popular. And yeah, I mean, I appreciate that it's there. I just I don't need it in my life. I hope <laughs> it's not gonna be a thing we have to learn. Oh my god. I mean, I feel like it is it already is in some ways. Um, but I can't like I I have to draw the line somewhere and that's my line right now. Okay. That could change. I reserve the right to change my mind. Well, I mean, <laughs> watch Instagram turn into like a lame thing and then we'll have to. Exactly. Like that's like it'll go the way of Facebook or something. Yeah. Um so the episode ended with, I thought they were going to kiss. It looked like they were in an Uber or something. I thought uh, yeah, those two were going to kiss. And then he was like, oh, can I text you sometime? And I was like, wow, this is so wholesome. I know. It's so cute. I And I I just, I liked that. I liked him being, I liked not having to dwell in Davy's sorrow for too long. Um, yeah. They made the right decision. Kind of move it along to like the next love interest. And I think it's the perfect time to introduce an Indian guy. Perfect. Um, so that was the episode. Why don't you tell everyone how you can find your podcast? So my podcast, Family Karma Cast, is um, available anywhere that you podcast. Um, it's Karma Cast with a K. Um, so look us up, um, Deanna, my co-host and I, we talk about all sorts of things like South Asian content related, but we also, we recap like shows that have South Asian stuff and there's so much right now. Like, so, so like I said, we did, we just, um, recapped 
the first three episodes of Indian Matchmaking season two. So um, check it out and join us there and subscribe if you want to. And you can also find us on social media at Family Karma Cast with a K on Instagram and Twitter. And you can find me um, at Project Mindy on Instagram. And it would be really great if you could subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. That would help so much. Um, I know a lot of people are binge watching the show. I'm trying to get the recaps up as fast as possible. Um, but I love feedback on that. Like if you guys would like more than one episode, you know, recap together, I could definitely do that. So um just DM me. I'd love to to hear from anyone who's watching who has opinions. Yeah, I'm curious to hear too because like recapping these shows that drop all at once on these streaming platforms is like sort of a different beast. So yeah, I'm curious to know that also for for our podcast. Yeah, so for both of us, please tell us. <laughs> yeah, please tell us. What do you like? <laughs> yeah. So thanks for joining me, Indra. This was super fun. Yes. Anytime. I love talking about this show. It's so fun. Okay. Bye, everyone. Bye.